A lot of people checking out Airbnb. What a great website. What a lucrative way to do business. How does it compare to residential rentals regular, for example, on realestate.com.au? Hello, Billy. How are you? I'm good. This is I, your this is your topic. You know, off air, I was telling you my mood was getting better and better. I think I'm pretty happy this morning now. This is my topic. It is your topic, and you're doing a bit of Airbnb at the moment. Yeah. So I actually had I actually had this um, this decision to sort of weigh up. I was thinking. Um, you know, normal rentals versus Airbnb. Let me give Airbnb a go. And I have to say, it's been surprisingly easy. It's a very, very um, consumer sort of integrated app, super easy process. You don't need to be, you know, a wizard at all to run this stuff. And I think um, it's left a bit of a debate on the table. Is Airbnb just as, you know, lucrative, competitive, maybe even better than a normal rental on realestate.com. Massive, massive. And, um, and what do you reckon? How, how's it been going for you with uh, Airbnb? So just to fill everyone in, uh, Billy's bought a property. Uh, Billy's staying, uh, living at the property, but for the next three to three to six months, he's going to be doing a bit of Airbnb while he's there. Um, how's it been for you? What's been the reality? So just to model it, your property, neutral bay, one better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, easy one better. It, uh, I was lucky that I got a bit of furniture with it. So we did a bit of a deal with the, the guy selling it. It was set up to go as is. He pretty much left, you know, from the bed to the knife and forks. So everything was there. It's, it's been ready to go since day one. Um, so I got on the app, set things up. Like I said, so easy. I couldn't quite believe how, how um, user-friendly it was. And um, now I'm in a position where I've got my first booking last night. And it's like, wow, this actually um, you know, could work and generate a bit of money for the time that I'm not there and help supplement the, you know, the mortgage. And um, so I guess people are used to a conventional rental. It's a six-month lease or it's a 12-month lease. Uh, you put on realestate.com, for example. You put in the hands um, of a real estate agent, for example. Both models you put you can put in the hands of a real estate agent. Um, and that was the conventional model where it was not furnished. Uh, so the ingoing routine was fairly was fairly friction pretty pretty easy to do frictionless. Uh, and then you've got a tenant there for six months, four months, and it's it's quite easy to manage. Um, the attraction to Airbnb for everyone is the money, uh, because when you actually multiply out the tariff per night for 365 days a year artificially. Um, you go, you know what, that looks pretty, that's huge money if I could do that. So there is a lot of hope there that people are buying when they have the ambition of going on to Airbnb. The reality of, um, of what happens is varied. Yeah. We spoke about the hours that go into it, not only setting it up, 
but then you've got to make sure it's you know ready for Airbnb. So you, whether that be you know if that's an if that's your normal home, then you've got to remove certain pieces of furniture, you know the the sentimental stuff. Fortunately for me, mine was sort of ready to go, so I didn't have to worry about that. But I can imagine setting it up physically and then online as well. I mean that's time consuming enough. You have to purchase a, an STRA number, which is like what's now required for a short-term rental. So there's, you know... Oh, really? Yeah, there's certain pre-costs associated with just getting it going in the first place and your time. And Mark and I were talking off air, where do you as a landlord value your time at, as in dollars? You know, for someone like me, young, I can try and juggle both. But if you're an executive and you just need constant income to help pay the mortgage, you know, where do you value your time at? Because it might not be worth it. So when you're running an Airbnb, guys and girls, you're, there's two things you're doing. You're running almost like a concierge service um, and you're running and you're being a landlord. So there's two elements you've got to consider. When you're running in a realestate.com um, section, like a style of, of, of uh, rental, you, you're really just a landlord and, and it, you know, you can sort of, you're a bit, it's less labor intensive because you're not running the concierge service. The concierge service is running 24 hours a day. If that person doesn't can't get a, a internet service running, if they can't get a user remote, um, they often will, will will reach out to the concierge style service of Airbnb that you will be or your agent you will be. And by the way, I'm, I'm removing agents out of both out of this section because you can choose to use an agent when you're on realestate.com or not. You can choose to use a a agent when you're on Airbnb or not. So I sort of won't go down that track, but I'll assume that there's that labour that has to go into Airbnb. Now, Billy, I do think um, something that happens with Airbnb grossly undervalued is labour um, and headspace and um, and the, the amount of items that have to go into a property and, and get and get reconciled on on every inspect on every changeover of tenants. Um, from pots to pans to, you know, bottle openers to uh, televisions to linen, linen service. Um, there's a lot of logistics. Yeah, definitely. And I haven't had that. <laughs> I haven't had that first, um, you know, changeover as such. So I, I can't speak for how much work in hours it's going to take, but I can already see there's a lot of preparation that has gone into at this point and i have no doubt that almost preparing a, a hotel room i used to help mum with a bit of cleaning a while ago and we used to sort of flip over um little chalets sort of like hotel rooms um and you know you could smash three or four in a day and you get good money for it but there you know it took a full day to do it or half a day so it was a lot of work um but I think, like you said, what gets people motivated to get it on Airbnb is the dollars. Let me give you an example. Yeah. So yeah. when I purchased the property, the rental estimate return that they had in their brochure was 400 to 425 a week. And I was thinking, wow, that's low. You know, I'm just on my um, realestate.com looking at other normal rentals around here, and I think that should be closer to 450 minimum in a normal day. You know, 
And, yep. then, I put, yep. and then I look on Airbnb and I see places going for uh, like. So the previous landlord also had it on Airbnb. I forgot to mention that. Um, he had it on at 80 to 85 a night. And so you do the maths on that. You've, you know, you're, you're almost um, 150 bucks plus over the 400 mark. So it starts to make a little bit more sense. Then you have the cleaning fee and a service fee that automatically get charged. And then you start to really make some money compared to a $400 a week rental. And um, Billy, I, I don't mind if you want to take the position of pro Airbnb and I'll take the position as pro real estate.com, um, you know, like a conventional rental. But how long will how long will the music play for? Will it play for 30 days a month? Will it play for 12 months a year? Will it play for 365 days a year at what you're suggesting? Is this a Christmas thing that happens purely during, over the Christmas period? Well, I was going to say that. I think, fortunately, I've landed myself in the best time of the year to have this set up. So it could almost give a bit of a false reality to what it could be over the 12-month period. But keeping in mind, like you said at the start of the show, I'm only looking at this right now as a three to six month model. So I'm not planning on changing this into a permanent fixture, long, long term. And so I, I think, guys and girls, before we go, to con things, things to consider, if you're going to be doing Airbnb, if you're going to be doing a realestate.com, your time is probably the number one. Yeah. Uh, and very close behind it is your vacancy. I think you can generally say that your vacancy is um, going to be not much on, on a realestate.com rental, for example, like a regular rental, a 12 or six month lease. And I think you can generally say with that, you know, you'll be in and out of, of vacancy periods when you've got it on Airbnb. Um, I do have to say, I think the, the real estate model of 12 and six month leases is absolutely archaic. It is a ridiculously dated model the way we currently operate. Airbnb is not doing the 30-page leases. Airbnb is not doing four-week bonds. Airbnb is, is does not require an inspection of the property like a six or 12-month lease property does. Um, there are so many, there are so many, it is so stringent and so regulated on a six or 12 month lease. Um, and you, with your routine inspection, with your um, your ingoing inspections and stuff like that, I'd suggest times are gonna change for the real estate industry pretty damn fast because the way it's, it's operated for the last 30 years has not changed. So um, Airbnb's given um, these, the real estate industry a run for its money with its old fashioned ways um, the leasing industry, and I think that our, the modelling of our leasing industry should be changing. You should be able to take a property site unseen. You should be able to take a, people, a property on a, on a one-week lease, even if you're going to stay there for 12 months, because the reality is, are you going to move in your furniture and, and for any shorter? It's unlikely. You're going to be there for 6, 12, 18, 36 months anyway. So I think that whole lease term thing's probably a bit of rubbish now and pretty dated. Mm, it's a good point. One thing when we're talking about 
labor and, and where you value your time. One thing I do like about Airbnb is it does give you the option to have a minimum night stay requirement. So I've set that at two yeah. nights currently. So it means, you know, for 24 hour period, I can guarantee that I've got a couple hundred bucks coming in net. So that's after all the expenses. Um, and I'm not up there every day. And then as a bit of a uh, bit of a convenience factor, I've set up a, a a window where it blocks 24 hours after every booking. And that gives me time to go up there, do a clean. I'm not in a rush. I don't have to be there before 10 a.m. The next guest is coming in. It just makes the logistics a little bit easier. Um, and obviously you do lose that 24 hour period of, of potential earning money, but just from a, a logistics perspective, it makes things a lot more sensible. But, and that means, you know, someone, Mike, that means someone with a full-time job, like myself, can manage both. You know, I've, I've got the opportunity to make, to get a booking, and I had an inquiry last night for 20 days straight. And 20 days straight, that's awesome. That means some really good money coming through. And it means 20 days I don't have to worry about anything. But it also means I can take the two-day booking and I can work that around a full-time job. So, you know, it gives you an extra earning potential. Interesting. And, and, and at the moment, people are going bananas on Airbnb. Um, everywhere is booked out. Um, it's very hard to find a property. And Airbnb is absolutely smashing it with holiday rentals at the moment. So I think for uh, December and for January in most parts, it's a great concept if you'd like to lease out your property just exclusively for that period or parts of that period and it's a great concept that realestate.com just can't compete with um so and look a lot of people that's the way a lot of people pay for their own holidays they'll put their own home on airbnb while they go away and that cash they'll use while they're away yeah it's brilliant really i mean in this day and age it makes no sense to have an empty property if you're away it does not make one sense at all you can set the, the minimum night stay where you're going to get a booking for maybe a week plus. Just get a family or a friend member to help you out, do a quick clean, and you're making money. You know, I think it was probably more. I certainly remember when we were, you know, young kids, and mum and dad would take us away on a holiday or whatever. The property'd be sitting empty for a few weeks. All the time. Well, you need double the amount of property. If all of Australia goes on holidays and doesn't rent out their own property, you need double the amount of accommodation that yeah. Australia offers. And this is so so accessible to everyone that's just got yep. a bit of time in their day to help out. And if you don't have the network around you, like family, to help out, you know, you can employ a cleaner or employ someone that will take a cut of the commission. Real estate agents will also do it. There's real estate agencies that will also do it for you. Yeah. So um, it's a great it's a, it's a great way to earn a bit of money. But do not underestimate the pain, uh, Billy. It's a little bit different for you because it's an investment property already that you are not attached to. But if it is your home, your Airbnb, and you know every nook and cranny, uh, everything that's scratched or not scratched, damaged or undamaged, you can come back and it hurts a little bit. So uh, just bear that in mind. I uh, I personally have done an Airbnb um, with uh, where there was um, over a hundred people partying in my house, um, 
and uh, it is uh, it's uh, and the speakers were as big as fridges, and uh, it is a very very painful process um, if if you don't get it right. So there is risk associated, uh, but there is huge rewards associated. But be prepared, I would say, for the labour and be prepared for the vacancy when you're doing your maths. Don't get fooled on that per night tariff and get taken away and swept away with that. Yeah, we can do a review episode, Mark. Give it a couple months. <laughs> be interesting. Yeah, that's right, on on yours. Hey, Mate, take care. Have a great day. And uh, thank you, Billy. I hope we've helped people out there, eh? Cheers, Mark. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate.